Welcome to the Sunday Special. This is going to be episode 39 of our Sunday series, and you guys are in for a treat. We're going to have a nice little JRPG chat with our good friend Jake. How are you? Are you there, buddy? Say hello to the world. Hey, I'm good. How are you doing? I'm doing well. Thank you for asking. I appreciate you coming on the show. We were just talking kind of before we hit the record button. It's been a while since we talked. It was a, the big spoiler cast episode last time we were on, so it's been about a year. How's, uh, how's things been since then? Are you, obviously, you're still kicking, so that's good. Yeah, um, and you know, the, see, the podcast is going well. I wanted to congratulate you on hitting the 200 episodes for the, the main series oh, well, th- uh, of thank you, sir. the podcast. It's a you. great milestone. <laughs> I appreciate that. But yeah, it's it's been it's been a it's been an adventure. So yeah, we're we're glad to have you back on for for this one, and uh, we're just going to kind of keep it lighthearted. Um, off the top, let's just say, what are you playing right now? Uh, right now, I am playing uh, Pokemon Legends Arceus. Oh no! Okay, stop everything. We're not talking about Pokemon yes. here. <laughs> It's, you know what? It is actually it, it is a great game. Um, if did you play Breath of the Wild? Uh, I I did and stopped. Uh, I I don't know how well documented it is on my dislike for Breath of the Wild, but I understand it's very close to it, and there's been many emulators. Yeah, it's I I'm, I've never played it Breath of the Wild either, but from what I hear, it's like Breath of the Wild meets the mainline Pokemon series. Okay. I mean, it's not as it doesn't seem to be as kid oriented as the mainline entries. Um, so I, you know, I, I think adults will have more fun with it, um, than, than a regular entry. I mean, I do like the regular entries. I know that you're not a big fan of them. Um, <laughs> not especially. But I, th- there's a lot more, uh, adventure type stuff in there. Uh, that that's really, it really, it's really turned out to be really cool. That's awesome. I've heard nothing but good things about it. Um, I think Dalton's playing it as well, and he's he's going on about how cool it is. And it's kind of it's one of those things like it's about time they made something more right. adult oriented. The fact that it's been around for so long, obviously the ones that played it, you know, our age as kids were adults. <laughs> let's make right. it a little. I mean, <laughs> that's not to say that's not to say that kids can't play it. It's I mean it's certainly kid friendly. It's just, you know, some of the more mechanics, like trying to be stealthy while you're sneaking up behind things. I mean, you know, it, it, it's more it's more involved. I mean, you can, you know, you can just straight up battle if that's what you want to do. You can sneak around and, you know, try to do that kind of stuff. It comes with multiple different ways to approach it. I just, I think it was a really nice leap forward for the series. Um, and I'll be interested to see if, you know, as they continue the mainline entries, if they take any of the, the uh, mechanics that they introduced in this one and if they've been well-received, if they try to implement any of those into the mainline series. I was just going to ask if you think this is now the formula or if, you know, it's a little bit too different from the mainline and they're just going to keep on. I mean, obviously, they keep remaking the old games. They're not going to change. But if they right. were to make new entries, if they were going to be more in this fashion or just kind of go back to the well. Yeah, I mean, I really don't know. I, it's they they they've been always been hesitant to change too much in the mainline series, um, which you know, given what we've seen in other like Final Fantasy, the things that they've changed that have been you know at least among pur- purists like us <laughs> that are not well received. Um, 
you know, I, I don't know. It, it'll be, it'll be interesting to see what they do. Um, I mean, there's a lot of cool mechanics in here, you know, obviously from the adventure type stuff. Then there's some, you know, minor quality of life things that, that the mainline series could really use. Mm -hmm. So, I, I mean, I, and it's, it's not perfect. I've seen a lot of people, you know, say it could have used more polish, um, which, yeah, I would agree with. I mean, it's, it's, it's not perfect, but it's a good step forward. And there's a lot to build off there if that's the route they want to go down. That sounds like what I would expect. I mean, they're trying something pretty new as far as that type of gameplay right. is going. So I want to see in, let's say, a year from now, because what this, the Short and Shield one came out not too long ago. It sold like crazy. I think like $16 million already. And yeah. then... Well, I think, I think that was in like, what was that, 17, 18, or 19 maybe? Yeah, it's oh, it's, it's been... a few years. Yeah, or what was the one that just came out? Um, Brilliant Diamond. Uh, yeah. yeah. That one, that that one just came out and had sold sixteen million. I'm sorry, I misspoke. So it sold like crazy, and then RCS has already sold six or seven million in like yeah. a week. So I want to see like a year from now what those two, you know, numbers meet. And I'm sure that's what Nintendo is going to look at as well as to like, okay, you know, this was clearly more well received. We're just going to stick with this, or hey, let's make some changes. Yeah, I'll be interested. I mean, I've always I've always played each entry as it comes out. Um, I mean, I'm not like hardcore into the competitive scene or anything like that. But, you know, I just I play through the story and then, you know, I move on. Um, I've always enjoyed them. But it'll be interesting to see where they go. Absolutely. Are you getting towards the end of it? Is it a longer game? Um, I mean, it's it's not short, but it's not super long either. There's five areas, at least that I can tell. Um, I just finished the fourth one, so I'll be moving on to the fifth, and then I don't know if there's some, you know, if that's where the story wraps up, or if there's some kind of, you know, quote unquote final dungeon type of thing. Um, I, I've I've tried to avoid as much spoilers as possible, so yeah, it's I've got an do. area or two left <laughs> to go. Um, but there's plenty to do. I mean, you can you can try and breeze through the story, and you know, I, I think I put about twenty eight hours in. Okay. I'm sure if I was breezing through, I could have had it done by now. But I like to take my time and explore everything. Um, so you know, there's plenty of stuff to explore. It's wide open. That's really cool. That's not short by any stretch, but it's not long. I mean, right. <laughs> hundred hours is our benchmark usually for <laughs> a good long game. Yeah, so. I don't think this one will uh, <laughs> it'll, it'll go that long unless you want it to. Um, oh yeah. Like I said, I mean, once I get through the main story, I might, I might dabble in a little post game stuff here or there, but then I'll move on. I mean, I've got, uh, I've got some stuff in the backlog, so <laughs> we've all got stuff in the backyard. That's, uh, <laughs> um, so for the record, I've heard it three different ways: Arceus. Arceus, Ar Arceus, what, what is the actual pronunciation? I believe it's Arceus. Okay. Okay. Uh, that's but, what we're going to go with. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I thought it was too. And then I heard the commercial. I was like, okay, then I don't even know anymore. It's either Arceus or Arceus. Yeah. I, on the commercial, it's Arceus. So I was like, that's yeah, weird. Well, yeah. I mean, that's, that's what I always used to say Arceus, but then, uh, I, I, I either saw the commercial on 
uh, social media or off your YouTube channel, and mm. then they pronounce it with uh, the hard C. So that's what I started going with. <laughs> it is. I just call it legends. There you go. So a lot of people are saying you're saying legends. I, I can pronounce legends. I can spell legends. That's just what I. That's what I'm going with. Exactly, and I, I believe this is going to be a new line. I mean, it sounds like this. They can go to all the different regions with this legends. You know, you know, line. I was I was kind of hoping, uh, you know, they, they came out with the Let's Go Pikachu, Let's Go Eevee one, uh-huh. um, and I was really hoping they would continue that series because I think that was a lot of that had a lot of fun new mechanics too. But they hadn't, they they've never, at least not that I've heard, expressed any anything about doing a, a second edition of that game. So I don't know. We'll have I'd, to see. I'd have to imagine they at least thinking about it. I when I was looking at that the top ten best-selling switch games it was in the top 10 so i i don't see how they wouldn't at least think about it i hope so (laughs) the 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 franchises that we've been relying on some of them are getting worse and worse and oh man it's sad it's sad to see some of these either it seems like either uh, they disappear completely or then they just or they fade into oblivion and obscureness yeah, I mean, uh, it was nice to see a trailer for that new Star Ocean game that's coming out. I was I was pleasantly surprised to see that they're they're going to keep going with that. Um, I, I was I shocked. You and I, have, you and I have talked about it. I'm waiting for the Star Ocean two to come to the Switch. <laughs> I don't know what's going on with that. I had to imagine that I guess their all their resources are in this one, and then they look at putting that one back out there. I I can't imagine that's not at least an idea. And they're going to say, like I said, I, I was shocked when this one came out. I, I fully expected five was the death nail for the series. So I'm glad to see right. it coming. And yeah, I think a remake of two is, is well warranted to uh, everybody to get to well, play I mean, that that's one. That's the thing. When they did, uh, when they released the Star Ocean one on the Switch, it, re- it wasn't a remake. It was barely even a remaster. <laughs> that's true. I, I have the PSP versions of both games. So I've played through Star Ocean 1 on the PSP. I played through it on the Switch. There's very little difference. Um, I mean, there's some nice there's some nice stuff. It looks a little crisper. Um, but I can't imagine it, it takes that much investment for a game that already exists with, with very little upgrades. The only thing that they... Was it the new portraits for the yeah. talking scenes? I guess that was their I, big thing. Yeah. But that's like, you know, a graphic artist in a, in a couple weekends or something. That's not really. Right. And, I mean, and, you know, with, with the whole COVID pandemic, like that's something that can easily be done from home. That is like, true. We're starting, we're starting to see a lot of the impact of the pandemic and how it's delayed games. Like we thought maybe back when it first started, like, uh, you know, when Remake came out or yeah. some of the Cold Steel games, those projects were well underway. Yes. Oh, the delays on those weren't too bad. Now we're starting to see where it's really hidden, and and it kind of makes sense when you think about it. The the startup for new games that's the stuff that's really been impacted. Yeah, that's that's but going back to Star Ocean two. All the, it seems to me like all that stuff could have been done remote, and I'm just surprised that we haven't even heard anything about it. I would be surprised if they don't. I it's certainly one of those games like I have memories of it playing it long ago on PlayStation 1, but I would really like to revisit that and, and uh, get a good feel for it. Yeah, I, that's one of the first games I can remember playing as a kid. I got it from my parents for Christmas. 
uh, back on the PS1. Um, and I mean, that's really one of the games that kickstarted my, my love of JRPGs. That's awesome. It was, it's always fun to remember those first ones and how yeah. it started. And I think we'll, we'll talk about that maybe a bit at the end, that nostalgic factor for, for games. So you touched on the first big game of 2022 with Pokemon Legends and that's, that's kind of kickstarting everything. How do you, like, I kind of feel like this is going to be a good year. I feel like last year was better. And then I think next year is going to be amazing. How do you feel about this year? And what are some of the ones you're really looking forward to? Uh, well, the the one I'm most looking forward to that we know for sure is coming out this year is the first game in uh, the Crossbell arc for the Trail series. <laughs> yes. Um, I mean, that's, that's, that's top of the list. Um. We don't know when Dragon Quest Twelve is coming out. I wouldn't expect that this year. No. Uh, I mean, I'll bring up Final Fantasy Sixteen, even though personally I'm really not looking forward to it all that much. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I may or may not get it when it comes out. It just depends on if I'm playing something else at the time when it comes out, whether or not I have a PlayStation 5 at the time, because I still don't have one. Okay. Um, so... I mean, I know that's a big anticipated title. For me, it's kind of like disappointment of where the series has gone is kind of dampered my expectations. Um, we'll see. Uh, I, I'm, I'm looking forward to that Dragon Quest 3, uh, what do they call it, HD, 2D Something remaster. like that. Yeah, it looks phenomenal. Yeah. That one looks really good. Yeah. Um, Let's hope it makes. We it don't have year. a release date. Yet. Yeah, we don't have a release date for that yet. But I, I can't imagine that'll take longer than, than the full year to get out. Um, so we'll see what happens there. Yeah, you wouldn't think. I mean, that's it's only like they got to write the story for it. So that's yeah. <laughs> but, you know, then again, that was the same thing with why it took so long to get Trails from Zero. It's like, why are we why are we still have to wait till the fall for that one? But yeah, so have you played the Crossbell Arc? I don't I recall. Not. Okay, so we're no, in the same boat. I have not. I I haven't played Crossbell, and I was, and I have not played uh, Sky the Third either. Okay. So yeah, we'll... I don't. I don't play PC uh, games on PC, so <laughs> I was not able to get that one. Gotcha. So we're in the same. Yeah, I, I I'm very zero is one of those good things. Like I have to remind myself. That it's finally coming, even though I'm greatly looking forward to it. It's just like I'd, I, I said, almost given up that we were ever going to get like a, a console version of the game. But indeed, it is. It's finally coming. Then we get uh, Azura in the spring, so we'll finally be all caught up and uh, into Reverie for the next fall. So it's going to be a, a heavy trails time. It's kind of been nice that we've had this little break because those are such we've talked about for such intense games. It really kind of emotionally drains you. You need a break in between them. Uh, not me, man. I could keep going. <laughs> you say that really now. I've, I've, actually, I've actually thought about holding off playing uh, Trails from Zero when it comes out so that I can play Zero and Azure back-to-back. That's not a bad idea. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I don't know. I For some reason, just getting into that world, it just it doesn't drain me. Okay. Um, I I loved every minute of Cold Steel three and four. I played through uh, Cold Steel three twice. Uh, I haven't I haven't gone back to four yet, um, but I will before Reverie comes out. Um. Yeah, I I mean to me, 
that that has taken over the as the best series that I've ever played. And it's not even it's not really even that close. I in terms of series that are going on now and then what we know is coming in the future, like how do you how would you do better than that? I don't really know yeah. the way the the greats have fallen. I mean, I think I think Dragon Quest is still right there, but we're a ways away from twelve. But the way Final Fantasy has fallen off, I mean, Tales is kind of more relevant than ever. But it's hard to match what Trails does from a gameplay and a storytelling perspective. Yeah, I mean, you and you know, to get into Trails, you obviously have to be a fan of deep, hardcore, story-driven video games, mm-hmm. um, which obviously we are. Yes. So for us, that's not an issue. I could see how it would turn some people away. You know, signing up for a game that you know is going to be eighty hours of story-driven content, but I—I I mean, I love every second of it. So, yeah, for me, it's far and away the best. Uh, Dragon Quest has always been very good, um, but unfortunately, it's made by Square Enix, the same company <laughs> who's making Final Fantasy, and I'm really nervous that they're going to take twelve in a direction that we won't like. Yeah. I mean, if it's more action-based gameplay like they went to with Final Fantasy 15, that's going to be a real bummer. It 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 could be a deal breaker at this point. I don't Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they've they they haven't done it with Dragon Quest yet. So, I mean, give them the benefit of the doubt until we find out otherwise, but I'm nervous. It's hard not to be with some of the comments and, you know, yeah. even with all the backlash with 15 like there's still people that love that game and want to see it in 16 and we're happy so i i don't i it's it's putting gamers like us at odds with series that are beloved and that's that's a tough place to be at and i mean you know i i mean i get it the younger generation is more you know they want action-based stuff so i mean i get why they're doing what they're doing um, but yeah, purists like us are just going to have to rely on going back to play the older games and, and that's fine. I mean, it you is. have enough of them. Oh, absolutely. Like, you know, I've, I mentioned in time or two, this is, you know, it, it kind of goes along with the idea that I'm not looking forward to a great number of games this year. And I am definitely working through the backlog and, uh, <laughs> there's, I'm, I'm not going to put much of a dent in it, but I'm going to try. I think I'll put the yeah. effort out there. It's, it's it's about time that I started playing some of these games instead of just collecting them, right? Yeah. Uh, speaking of backlog, I just I found pretty good deals on East Eight and East Nine. Nice. I found each of them for about forty bucks. Oh, that's a steal. So I got both of those. They went straight into the backlog because I got them about a week or two before Legends came out. Okay. So, um, but I did want to ask you: Have you played either of them? Do you recommend one over the other? I, they uh, at least eight is in the digital backlog, and um, but I would definitely say to start there. I've heard nothing but good about eight, mostly good about nine, um, but I don't think you could go wrong with with just starting there and going from that. Okay, I know. I know when eight came out, there were a lot of problems with the translation okay Uh, so i wanted to ask you if you because i don't know how this works so i have the switch version okay um but the deal i found was it it was for the uk 
version of the game. Oh. It's got it's got the Peggy rating instead of the ESRB rating on it. Okay. So I know they released patches for the translation. And I know the switch is region free, but yes. will patches download automatically for versions that are not USA? I wish I could give you an answer, but I don't I don't know. Oh no. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm hoping so. I, I did all kinds of Googling on it before I bought the game, and, and I think I'm going to be okay. I think so. Um, I would imagine I so. Think, I think most of the translation was fixed on the Switch version. It wasn't perfect, and they did release a couple patches. Yeah, I, I know um, there's been tons of work done on it. Yeah, from everything I could find, I think I'll still be able to access the patches, the DLC. I mean, I would imagine all that comes as one, so either I can get it all or I can't. Yeah, I, I would I would dare say like when you load it up, if you've got a bunch of updates and downloads that first time or whatever, that's a good sign. Right. Yeah. That's what I'm hoping. That's <laughs> um, but yeah, that's that's definitely that is more towards the top of my backlog list is to finally play through eight. And I know that will make a lot of listeners happy that have <laughs> been um both Jordan and Dalton in particular have been really hammering at me to try to play that one, so I would recommend it as well for you. Yeah, another game that I got um, was Blue Reflection Second Light. Okay. I know I promised you a review on that one, but I don't think I'm going to get it. <laughs> well, not today uh, at least, right? <laughs> well, no, I mean, I, so I did start it. Um, you know, I got through the first couple of areas. Okay. Uh, it's a solid game, um, but... I don't know. I just kind of lost interest part of the way through. Okay. Um, is so, it is mean, it too like cutesy? Fan yeah, fan service, all that fun stuff. Yeah. Not really. At okay. least not where I saw. Um, you know, it's not it's not over the top like okay. uh, some of the games that we've seen. <laughs> yes. Um, you know, I mean, you would expect it's uh, it's an all girls trapped in a high school it, none of them know why they're there can remember who they are so you know you could certainly go in expecting to see some over the top fan service stuff but mm -hmm. I, so far at least as far as i got into it that that really wasn't the case okay um so it was it, it, that made it easier to take the game seriously that's good um but i mean it's just i don't know I, maybe it was the lack of the english dub I just—that's tough. It, it does kinda, make I it tough. I just kind of lost interest. Yeah, I just kind of lost interest. I, I know, like, if I wasn't as invested in something like Ryza One and Two, the lack of an English dub does make a difference. Like, that really helps pull you into it, in my opinion, uh, because I do prefer, but prefer yeah, that. With I, I played Ryza as well. I mean, with Ryza, you can get really pulled into the crafting system. Yes. You know, and you can you can lose hours in there, and that just uh, that blue reflection second light just didn't have anything that in depth. It just kind of sucked you in. Okay. So yeah, I mean, I I just I I put it down for like a week, um, you know, just because I was I I didn't have time to play, for you know, just like over the course of one or two weekends, and then I just kind of lost interest in it and didn't go back. And and that's you know I think that's something that I've come to terms with as well. It's like, that's okay. Like it kind of stinks that you paid money for something uh, <laughs> and you don't like it, but that's reality of life. And 
Yeah, and it's not to say I didn't like it. I mean, I didn't hate it. It's just yeah. there, there's a lot of other games that you know move ahead of it on the list, and you only got so much time. And you do, you know, I'll go. I, maybe I'll get back to it someday. I mean, it's part of the collection. I, I enjoy <laughs> having my collection. So yes, and it's you, in there. I'm sure you've got games that like me that you'll never play. They will always be just a part of the collection. That's okay too, but. You know, as we get older and, you know, we've got families and priorities and jobs, like, time is short. And if you're uh-huh. not 100% into it, go to something else. That's okay. Yeah. I mean, you're, you're right. Working for a living does definitely. <laughs> it takes away from a lot of the time we could spend doing uh, more fun things. But got to do what you got to do. Absolutely. And uh, unfortunately, one of those for me, and I, I'm, I'm not looking for you to uh, to make it, you know, all right and get me back into it, but I, I just couldn't, I couldn't do it with, with Bravely Default 2. Maybe really? I'm at, yeah, maybe I'm just at a place where I need to, you know, try it again one day, but I got a good 10 hours into it. I guess I, it was a, a lot like Blue Reflection for you. I liked it. There was nothing I didn't like about it but i just wasn't really feeling like that attachment that made me want to keep going um yeah i i I thought bravely default too i mean i thought that had a lot of the old school jrpg mechanics that you know we really loved from games that came out years ago Mm -hmm. oh it did i mean (laughs) once you started once you started collecting so many different jobs and you know, you could customize specific abilities and and all that stuff. For me, that was a big hook. That I, that's why I put uh, Bravely Default Two as my game of the year for last year. And I know you hold it in high regards. Is why I say those words lightly to you. That it's just I don't I don't know. Like I feel like a lot of times with games, like maybe it's just not the right time. Um, you're at a place personally or emotionally that's just not going to grab you the way it might at some other point in time. And it's not like I'm not going to go back and try it again. I think I just needed something else. I was going through a pretty good gaming rut at the time anyway, and it maybe just wasn't exactly yeah. what I was looking for. Yeah. I mean, that could definitely have an effect on it. If you, you know, if you start up a game and then, you know, you get, like you say, 10 hours into it and then you get distracted by life stuff. Yeah. If, 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 if it hasn't hooked you yet, you could easily lose interest quickly, um, mm-hmm. which is what happened with me for Blue Reflection. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just, I thought Bravely Default 2, I, th- I thought it looked really good. Mm. Um, you know, I thought the story, I mean, of course it had a lot of tropes. All our JRPGs <laughs> have tropes. That's never something that really bothers me, but the story was solid. The character development was pretty good. A lot of customization. So yeah, I really enjoyed it. I, I just I thought it it clicked on all the levels of what we what we look for in JRPGs. Uh, I mean, nothing that blew you away. Mm-hmm. Just a solid game all around. Um, and you know something that we haven't seen in a long time. No, I, I I agree with everything you said, and I think, honestly, for the Switch, I thought it looked phenomenal. I thought the graphics oh, yeah. were really, really well done, better than I even were uh, really hoping for. 
like I said, there was nothing wrong with it. It was, <laughs> it was like, you know, uh, breaking up with a girl, like it's, it's not you, it's me <laughs> type of thing. Yeah. Like, uh, it is, there was nothing that it could have done or not done. It was just not, not the time or, or the place. Apparently Final Fantasy 10 was, was the right answer for me, which like, I don't Oh know. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember when I, I, that was the first PlayStation two game I ever played. Okay. Um, awesome. I, I actually, now, you know, I was, I was a kid when 10 came out so you know saving up the money for a playstation 2 took a while yes um i actually had the game before i got the system that's awesome so i had the game i had the guidebook and i'm just sitting there you know reading through it and you know just the anticipation continues to build and finally i was able to play it and yeah it was it was great that's a great that's a great story. Mine mine was a little bit different. I guess I, I keep having to remind myself I am a little bit older than uh than you because I was shoot, I was in college when uh the two came out and I got the system day one with a bunch of garbage games that nobody wanted. <laughs> it was it was a while before we got something really good like Final Fantasy Ten to, to actually play on our That's system. how I feel about the PlayStation Five. <laughs> there's good, now there's good games out for it, don't get me wrong, but they're yeah. all available on PS4. Yes. There's very, so, very few. Yeah, so I I don't want the the version of the PS five that's digital only. No. Even if it's hundred even if it's a hundred bucks cheap. I, I don't I just don't want it. Um you know, and I and since every game that we like has been available on the ps4 i've just gotten it on the ps4 and you know when i get a ps5 i'll get it and that's when it happens oh and i don't i don't blame anybody for that i mean that's what i'm i'm playing trials of mana on my ps5 right now and it's it's no different like it, yep. it it's still got <laughs> it's really funny because it's still got quite a few loading times all over the place um but the only game that I can look at on my PS5 collection that's PS5 only is Ratchet. And it's phenomenal. Like, you could not do that game on PS4. But everything else is available. Well, I guess I got Destruction All-Stars. They, they gave me that free with the bundle, and I haven't played it. But um, I'm playing PS4 games probably for... <laughs> For a while that, that are yeah. at least available on it. I can't think of until, I guess, Final Fantasy or Dragon Quest comes out. Those are going to be the first that are only available for it. Yeah, and I mean, probably going to be 2023 or later. At least, yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, hopefully by that time it'll be a lot easier to find a PS5, so I'll get one. Oh, yeah, I mean, they're, they're way, I mean, they get easier, I guess, every day, but... Do they? I don't. <laughs> I haven't. I haven't had to try in a while, so I guess I don't really know. Yeah, I mean, the last that I'm going to get mine from Best Buy because I've got a couple gift cards saved up from Christmases and birthdays over the past couple years. So nice. That's that's where I'm going to get mine from. That's the only place I'm. The only website I'm checking. Okay. Um, yeah, I've never, never had any luck. Nah, I, like I, I said, I'm not in a big hurry. So that's that helps. I know I was frustrated with trying to get through Best Buy, and that's why I ended up with GameStop. But yeah, um, but hey, if if you got gift cards, then you're, you're just going to keep on waiting until until they oh, yeah. get one. Yeah. I mean, it'll knock a couple hundred bucks off the price of it, so it's it's going to be it's going to be Best Buy for sure. I don't I don't blame you on that one at all. But yeah, I I think that just goes into again what we're saying is like. This is a weird transition with 
the PS5 being backwards compatible, I think a lot of ways that's encouraged developers to keep making them available for both of them. And we just haven't seen that leap with a lot of titles to PS5 only. I, th- I think even like, I don't know, is, is the new God of War going to be just PS5? I think it's going to be have a PS4 version as well too. Uh, yeah, I'm not really sure. Yeah, so they've they've definitely been a little reluctant to go all in, while system sales like is still selling like crazy. So that's not really an issue. But it'll yeah, be. But I mean, think about if if God of War was PS5 only. I mean, there's still so many people who couldn't play it. Yes. You know that would so. that would hurt them sales wise for sure. Yes, it would. And just it would look a little bit better. That's all. Run a little bit faster. That's we've right. seen. We've seen the Avengers, but that's that's okay. Now you so, got you got Tales of Arise on the PS5, right? I did, and I'm guessing that it looked better and ran better. But uh, unless I had it side by side, I wouldn't know for sure. Yeah, I played it on the PS4, and I mean, I had no complaints about how it performed or looked. I thought it was fine. Mm-hmm. Um, so I didn't. I don't think there was really any big difference, at least for me. I mean, I watched, uh, you know, some some streams of people playing it on the PS5, and sure, everything looked a little crisper and all that. But yeah, I mean, there wasn't. Major. No, I I don't think there's going to be anything for a while that's really going to. Like I said, Ratchet looked like a PS5 game. I could tell a difference in that, but it was it was more just the speed of everything. It was kind of like when you you know you get a brand new computer. And everything's just faster and loads better and it's not bogged down. That was kind of the the overall impression. It's just it's really fast. You know, that SSD makes a big difference, of course. But yeah. I mean, I don't really know anything about game development, but maybe it has to do with, you know, games like Tales of Arise. They're made for both, so there's a lot of things they can't do mm-hmm. because if they did, it wouldn't work on PS4. So looking at a game like Ratchet, maybe if it had that been available for both, maybe there's a lot of things in that game they would not have been able to do, but not having to worry about PS4, maybe they were able to take it to the next level. I think that's exactly, I mean, in particular, like, you know, because you're, you know, the rifts in space and time that you're going through, like, when you see that in action, how fast and fluid it is, like, no, like. You could, you know, like, no, my PS4 would have blown up trying to do something like this. It was already running pretty hot, even at, at its best. So I think that's going to push. I mean, eventually it's going to push developers to want to do that. And I think we're seeing longer life cycles out of some of these systems anyway. So I, I think it'll be a while. I think they've got plenty of time to do that. But games take five years to make a AAA title anyway. So right. it's, going to, it's going to be a while. <laughs> Yeah, I think the Star Ocean game that's coming out is uh, for both four and five, isn't it? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, and, and Xbox as well. Um, sorry, Switch, yeah. but uh, <laughs> that's just the way it goes. Yeah, and I that's one of those surprise ones. Like, I can't imagine me not picking that one up this year. So that'll probably break. Oh yeah, the, that'll the be backlog that'll be a day one for me. Oh yeah, it just looks that'll so much fun. Those I've enjoyed. You know, if I could enjoy five. Surely I can enjoy this one. I think I was the only yeah, one that I've did. I've liked all of them. So we're, I think we're in agreement. We're the only ones that like part five then. Uh, I, yeah, maybe. <laughs> I mean, I, it obviously, it certainly wasn't the best game in the series. But 
still a solid entry, in my opinion. I thought so. It had its issues, of course, but I really enjoyed it. And yeah. I, I would like to go back and probably play through it again before six comes I out mean, just to see. It's like it's like the Tales series. Like it's not turn based. You know what you're getting, mm-hmm. but they stick to their formula. They do it well, and you get a solid entry, knowing what you're going into every time. Yeah, I just I appreciate when they you know they're able to pull off you know what seven member party fights at one time. It's like it, obviously I understand you can only control three or four people normally in a JRPG party, but so what? Everybody just like sitting on the sideline watching. Is, is I mean, it makes sense that your whole party would fight at once, doesn't it? Yeah, if you if you think about it going in, yeah, that, w- that would make sense. Yeah, I mean, you're dragging along with you, but only four of you can fight. Everybody else just watches and cheerleads. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's uh, so. What um, what do you think is going to be next? Are you going to go into the backlog after you get done with Legends? I would like to give Issei a try. Okay, yeah. all right. You have to let us know how uh, how you're into it. If, if I've not played it by then, you can try to convince me to play. Yeah, and I've also I've been getting the itch to play Dragon Quest Eleven again. Um, I've never played the definitive edition, so I have that on the Switch. Um, I did platinum the the PS4 base version. Okay. Back when it first came out, um, but then I picked up Eleven S on the Switch. Um. So I, I've been wanting to play that too, but I know if I start that one, that'll be a eighty plus hour uh, time sink. It it's going to take you a while. I mean, I was I, I couldn't recommend the definitive version enough. I, I thought it was a great addition, and there's some extra stuff too, so you can you know get some more out of it, especially since you platinumed the uh, the base version. You right. you don't have as much to do as other people did, but yeah, I would. <laughs> I loved every minute of playing through that one again. Yeah, so I'll be I'll be looking forward to doing that. Um, really, it's just it's just trying to bridge the time until the crossbell art comes out. That's that's all it is. You you raise a good point in wanting to wait, and I'll have to check with Jordan and, and just asking this because uh, you you don't know with uh, well no you do, but with Sky One and with Cold Steel One, I mean those were cliffhangers. You needed to play through it, and I wonder. If this is just, you know, a regular game, or if it's if Zero is also a cliffhanger, and you'd want to play Azure right away. Yeah, well, I mean, I so I've looked up. I know what happens in the Crossbell story. Okay, I've looked. Up, I've looked up YouTubers uh, who have you know detailed the story and everything, and I did that before Cold Steel Four came out because at that time mm. I was under the impression that we would never see this game here. <laughs> and going into Cold Steel Four, I wanted to know what happened in the Crossbell series. Okay. Oh, so, you know, I, I the, yeah, it's 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 just like. Uh, Sky the first and Cold Steel one and Cold Steel three. There's there's a cliffhanger. And, okay. I mean, you know, you know what you're gonna get. Um, but I I do know what happens through the story. It's just something I've certainly gonna you know can't wait to play. And playing Cold Steel three and four, you do learn quite a bit about what uh, what I mean. Obviously, you don't know everything. There's a lot of things I don't know, but right, you can't go you to Crossbell and not learn something. You get so much more out of Cold Steel three and four, having played the previous games. I'm sure, uh, and, and you know, I regret me, that. Yes. Yeah, for me, it was just playing Sky before three and four. Um, but even even looking up story summaries on YouTube for Crossbell, 
you know, a lot of the, I, I, I was able to get a lot of the references from the Crossbell arc when I played three and four. And I mean, that just, it just makes it so much more enjoyable. I really regret we couldn't play it. We didn't get that opportunity. Yeah. And I really wish I could play Sky the Third. Um, I've looked through, you know, I've looked up story summaries for that too. Um, but I, I really hope that comes to, uh, you know, like Switch or something one day. Maybe one day. I mean, of course, they expressed interest in wanting to bring them all out, but that's yet to, yet to happen. I mean, I wouldn't beat yourself up over it. I put a good 15, 20 hours into the third, and it just, it's nothing like the other two. And it, yeah. know, it knows it's not like the other ones, but... Yeah, it's more <laughs> like an epilogue to the Sky arc. It and, really is. It it would have well, been a long DLC, basically. Right. And I and I kind of think that that's how Reverie is supposed to be. I agree. Uh, just kind of just kind of wrapping up, you know, the first half of the series, where where and and then kind of, you know, leaving some breadcrumbs for moving on and forward. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I'll be looking forward to Reverie when that comes out. Absolutely. But, like, of course, I, by that time, the Calvert arc will probably be done. Oh yeah, we'll we'll be fourteen games behind by that point. So yeah. We can that's, get into that if you want. That's uh, I don't want to. It's, it's like ripping off a bandaid off of a gushing wound. I don't know if we want to do that. Yeah, <laughs> that's a hard one. It's it's so hard. Like we we've we spoke a little bit about it before that there's just so much frustration involved, and it's at multiple parties. But obviously, most of it is NIS America. But Falcom's not without blame. You know, they... No, I mean, not at all. They, they, <laughs> you know, there's certainly other publishers that they could, could look to outsource to. Um, and, you know, I, I get that they've used NIS for, for several games now. Um, but I think had they chosen a different publisher for the Crossbell arc, given the fact that the majority of the work was already done, yeah, uh, we'd probably be playing it by now. I think that's the most insulting thing. Right. <laughs> Is that we have to wait for those. Yeah. I, I, I wasn't thrilled about that either. Um, I mean, it is what it is. I, I realize that, you know, it's more business-related decisions, but it just seems like uh, NIS is overcommitting um, and then just, you know, flying by the seat of their pants to figure out their timetables after they've already committed. Yeah. Overcommit, underperform, and then – but then they do so much. Like – yeah, I, the quality's I'm, been good. It has been. I'm not. Knock on that. I mean, no, it's nice that's to been know fine. that they're taking their time. Uh, I just think. You know, I just think they're over. Right. I think they're overbought as a company. Period. Because you you hear so much like, like they're publishing so many titles and doing all that translation work. I just think they're behind and they can't catch up. Yep. Which is sad. Yeah, I mean it is, uh, especially for games like these where we're. You know, the script is already, it's already done. Yeah. Geofront did all the work. And, that's, you know, and they're they using it. From yeah. what I hear. So. <laughs> yeah, oh yeah, I've gotten, heard nothing but great things about their their job. And their, that was a labor of love that they did. So I'm, yeah. I'm glad to see them get rewarded for it in a sense. So am I. Yeah, I, I follow a couple of the members on social media. And uh, they, they really put their all into it. They do it because they love it, not because it's a job. Um, which, you know, really goes to show the quality of, uh, workmanship they put into it. Um, so yeah, I, I mean, I'm looking forward to playing it. Um, 
and I, you know, I hope to see a, a nod to the geo front when you fire up the game and they do all those intros and be looking forward to that. I think that would be well, well deserved. I, I don't, you maybe you saw the, a post like that too. Something, something effective. Just the amount of work that went into. Uh, I think they said they were spending one weekend just coming up with all like the treasure chest lines. That I did hear. That, <laughs> yes, I mean that's yeah. an am- amazing amount of work for one little tiny thing that makes a huge difference in the trails games. It really does. Yeah, I, I mean, it, it, and it's not something that everybody's going to pick up on, right? Because no. who talks to a treasure chest the second time? We do. <laughs> you know, I mean, who 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 opens a treasure chest, gets their potion, and then checks the chest again? Only like, that's real... not something the average player would pick up on. No. But they put, I mean, and you know, not just the crossbelt series that the Geofront did, like even in Trails in the Sky, it was the same thing. Yep. It just shows so much dedication. Uh, to the way the games are created. And, I mean, Falcom does such a great job. That's why I uh, picked up East 8 and 9. Mm. I mean, I know they're more action-based, so it's not going to be as, you know, it's not going to be the same thing as as the Trails games. Um, but just the quality of work that Falcom has done made me want to check those out. Yeah, they're they're very much. Like, I mean, I only played the demo for 9, and I was, I, I was really amazed with how, action oriented it was and I just I didn't know what I was doing so I got my butt kicked but um yeah they're 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 fun like I can't wait to to get into it um, at least we know the quality that we're going to get that's for sure yeah for sure so uh one <laughs> I well, we won't beat that dead horse any longer we'll, we'll let them we'll let them slide this time but one thing you kind of touched on earlier and I think is is important so I think there is this thing that is out there is this nostalgia effect that you've, you've kind of thrown out there that I think when we go back and we play these games, like I, like I said, I went back and played Final Fantasy 10 and I've, this is probably the third or it's at least the third, if not the fourth time I played through it because it was special. It was a very special game and the remaster that they did for it was great. They did a really phenomenal job of t- making that game look good. But what is it about <laughs> what time frame, you know, you said you played, you know, your first one was, was Star Ocean 2. That, that, how old were you when you started playing that? Uh, I don't remember how old I was uh, specifically, but, you know, had to be somewhere between 10 and 15 probably. Okay, yeah. Um, you know, and I think just playing it at that age and, you know, and it's not just Star Ocean 2, but it's all the games that you play around that age when you're a kid. Um, you know, the, the sense of discovery of just going through those, they, they remain your favorites. And no matter how poorly they age, you can always go back to it and find yourself enjoying it. Um, and I think that's, you know, for, for purists like us, that's something that really hits home. Um, I don't know how that is with every every other genre, but for us, I mean, it's it, there. There's game. There are games we can always go back to, no matter what. I, I think it works for others a little bit, but the emotional tug of our genre weighs even heavier than most. Right. And I think and you I think nailed it. 
I think it's because of the story. I mean, it you, is. you get, you know, you get attached to the characters because you see them, you, you see them grow, you see the struggles they go through. Um, and then, you know, you find yourself going back even 15 years later, like, yeah, you know, I remember going through that when I was a kid and following the story and what the characters go through. And I mean, for me, I, I've played through Star Ocean 2 at least three times. Um, I'll play through it a fourth if it comes out on the Switch. Uh, Legend of Dragoon is my favorite game of all time. Um, just because of how cool I thought it was when I was a kid. I've played through that three or four times. I'd love to see a remaster for that. Oh, yeah. Not a remake. I don't need them to screw it up. <laughs> just, you know, polish up the graphics, throw a few more voice lines in there. Um, you know... Final Fantasy 7, 8, and 9, same thing. Mm -hmm. so. so that was your, you know, that PS1. That was kind of your heyday of stuff at yeah, your that, at that the, age. The, and I, I think you nailed it. Of, the tail end of PS1, the beginning of PS2. Okay. Yep. So, yeah, that, that 10 to 15, you know, as, as young men and women, you're going through puberty. You know, you're you're leaving the childhood innocence and you're getting into those teenage angsty years you're growing up. I think you nailed it though. It's like whatever game you played at that age, it probably you know, you said that was your first game. So for me it was a little different. They weren't my first games. I started a little bit younger, but um whatever you played then, that's what it is. So when you hear kids talking like, you know, that Final Fantasy Seven was you know that most important game to this day. I think they were that old when they played it. Um, right. Now you know kids nowadays is going to be something. You know I guess PS2 maybe in PS3 era, but you know for yeah. me that would have been Super Nintendo. So that's I think mm -hmm. that's why I hold Final Fantasy VI and Chrono Trigger in such high regard is because that's when I experienced them at that emotional stage. So I, I that's exactly right. Yeah, I think that's something and we've been me, trying to identify for a while, but... Yeah, for me, you know, Final Fantasy VIII was the first one I played, uh, which is why, I mean, I know, you know, the majority of people, when they look at seven, eight, and 9, they say eight was the worst, uh, but it was the first one I played. It, you know, has, it's got, you know, the, the GFs that you summon, each one's mm. different, they all look really cool. Uh, that really got me hooked. Uh, you can see my my Discord icon is for Final Fantasy VIII. <laughs> yes, um, I've got some. I, I've got the same picture hanging up down here in my man cave of that of that same icon. So, <laughs> uh, you know, found some really cool artwork for that. Um, but yeah, playing through all those games around the same time as a kid. I mean, you just fall in love, and it's... they remain favorites. Now, objectively, now, as an adult, can you finally admit that 8 was the worst among those three? As I've gotten older, I, I find myself liking 9 more and more. Yeah. And I don't know if it's just the emotional story, the incredible music. It, it, it looks great. Um, I, I mean, I, I, I would put 9 ahead of seven and eight at least right now ask okay. me next year my change um seven and eight i mean i go back and forth i realize seven's probably a better game overall but again mm -hmm. i have more emotional attachment to eight than i right. do seven um 
and you know, of course they they screwed up seven with the remake, so yeah. that's over. <laughs> <laughs> it's hard not to view it through those eyes now that we have it. Right. And you know, people who are just getting into JRPGs, they'll start with remake and that'll be their first experience for seven and you know that that doesn't bode well for the old style of seven because if you play remake first and then try to go back to the polygon graphics and all that, that's going to be a struggle. It's hard. Like it's when you look at it now, it's pretty ugly. Yeah. <laughs> the character models. I think the world was was good, but yeah, the character I mean, models. I can still go back into seven and and love every minute of it, but it tugs on strings that you know newer gamers just won't have. No, I I think I was more of saying like the graphics from seven don't hold up against even what Super Nintendo did because of their style and what they tried to do. Like it just turns into kind of a blurry, blobby mess. Yeah, I I mean I could see I could see how you would draw that conclusion for sure. Um, but yeah, I think I think nine is is a special game, and I've. Just got the, I guess, remaster of it on the Switch. I'm looking forward to playing through it. Um, I picked that up as well. Yeah, that with the widescreen support and the, the character models definitely look. Now, not quite like what they could do on PC. Now, that looks even better. But, um, yeah, that I'm looking forward to playing that Switch remake. And uh, that, like I said, that soundtrack. Certain Final Fantasy soundtracks stand out, I think, it's got to be near the top of, of the best ones. Oh, yeah, nine for sure. I, I mean, start to finish, every track in that game is incredible. Really really tugs on all those heartstrings. And the, it does. Uh, that that might, you know, I'm, I'm talking about backlog. <laughs> I guess that counts as backlog, even though I played it a couple times. It's been a while. Like, I don't know. I think I played it once or twice when it first came out, but I don't think I've played it since then. So that'd be something to go back and experience, and I'm looking forward to that. Been through a couple times. Uh, it's been a while since um, since I played through it, but I'll get through it again for sure. Oh yeah, and that's you know that's one of the reasons why I point out games on sale as often as I do. That I mean, for twenty bucks, I think nine was worth it, but for ten. <laughs> I mean, I'll tell you, listen, <laughs> listen, listening to your podcast has cost me quite a bit of money. Hey, that's what I'm here for. Is to... That's right. <laughs> I, Blue Reflection was one of them. I, I okay. never would have even heard about the game had it not been for the podcast, uh, which is why I really wanted to do a review, but I, I just couldn't get through the whole game. Um, I did you. I did send you a review for Dragon Star Varnier. Yes, you did. You read. Uh, only reason I heard about that game was because of the podcast. Uh, same thing with Fairy Tale. I really enjoyed that game. Yes, um, and an excellent review for it as well. Yeah, that was that was only because of the podcast. So, yeah, I, I've I've found a lot of a lot of little hidden gems just just from listening to the podcast alone. Well, I appreciate that. That's always been the you know. I feel like everybody we we know about the big stuff. We still talk about the big stuff, but right. you gotta you gotta shine a light on those smaller ones because those are great little games. They're a lot of fun. Right. They're, and that's what makes up most of the collection. That's, I mean, when Final Final Fantasy puts out three games in ten years, that's a pretty bare shelf. You yeah. got to fill it with something. You do. You, you've got to play something. You can't, and you can't play all JRPGs. You need a break. That's for sure. Um, yeah. 
But that's that's what we keep going back to, and I think that's what we, we kind of always will. I can't, I can't as long as now if they eliminate turn based, then I might have to say, okay, I'm just going to play old games from now on. But as long as they yeah. make those, I'll still play them. And that's the thing, like they're 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 getting to be harder to find. They're fewer and far between. Um, I, I haven't looked at a lot of Pearl Nokoseki gameplay. Mm-hmm. because I don't want spoilers. Um, so I don't know specifically what that battle system looks like. Um, I mean, it's, you know, it's Falcom, so they certainly have earned the benefit of the doubt. Um, and the the strength of the story will overcome any issues that I have with the battle system. Um, but, I mean, like like I said, the direction Final Fantasy's going, I'm, I'm not really even looking forward to 16. Uh, I have no interest in that Final Fantasy Origins game. <laughs> we'll see what happens with Dragon Quest. Yeah. So, I mean, I could I can tell you at least what I saw from Kuro. I don't think you have anything to worry about. Um, you have the option of playing either way, and that's not the same as Cold Steel, but it is still turn based at its core. Um, just a little bit faster. That's good to hear. Yeah. That's good to hear. Yeah. No, I, I'm. I was. Once I saw it, I was like, "Okay, we're we're fine." Um, now, and I'm, yeah, and I'm hoping that's what we get with Dragon Quest Twelve. That's what I'm thinking. I, I I I just I can't like that series is too important and beloved in Japan for them to change it too much. Well, that's what we thought about Final Fantasy. I mean, you just got done playing ten. Ten was the last strictly turn-based game they had. Yes. They gradually moved away from it with twelve and thirteen. And then you get to 15 where it's abandoned completely. And Ugh. I don't know. I, I hope that's not the route they go with Dragon Quest. I um, really hope not. I mean, I can't say, you know, how that's been a positive at all for the series. So, and, and 16 looks to be even worse from the small snippet that we saw. Yeah. And I mean, that's not to say it's going to be a bad game. It's just purists like us who like the turn based. I mean, we're just disappointed. It's not that's not to say we wouldn't like it if we pick it up. No, I'm, but I'm it's still not going to be. Yeah, it's not going to be. Uh, oh, I got to get this day one, and you know, it's not like we didn't know it with fifteen, and I still right. picked it up and beat it. So that's not. Uh, see, I did. <laughs> I, I I've never played through fifteen. Uh, start to finish. I I did play the pocket edition, so okay. I was able to to get the majority of the story, okay. which was very good. Yeah, th- that the was fine. Was still very good. Um, but it stripped out all of the uh, the the fluff <laughs> that they threw in. You know, the open world stuff. Yeah, I mean, and I like the. I mean, I play Red Dead and I play GTA, so I like open world. That's it. Was just the way it was done, and that the system just. Eh, I don't know. I, I probably need to go back and do it again, just open objectively since they fixed everything too and see what kind of game it was supposed to be. But it's still an action RPG and a fast yeah. one at that. Right. Um, maybe playing it as the other characters would probably help if you're not Noctis, you know, zipping all over the place. But Can you even play as the other characters? I didn't know you could. You can with the update. They... Um, Oh, can you? That, okay. Yeah, that was. I'm pretty sure that's one one of the things they did with it was the ability to play as everybody. That's when they did the episodes post content. Then they, I guess, I'll you know work that into the game itself. Okay. Yeah, I'm 99 percent sure that's what they did. But 
Gotcha. Yeah, it's still, it's still big. Well, buddy, is there anything else you wanted to kind of touch on before we wrap this up? Well, uh, I know that we uh, have gone back and forth on <laughs> social media about the chrono debate. Ah, uh, the debate. So we, we can finally put that to rest. We can. I mean, you, um, okay. I'm. I mean, I don't want to, you know, like plead your case like this is a court hearing or anything, but um, that's. I think we can at least say what we talked about earlier is when you play that game and when I play that game, that's why they are what they are right. to us. Right. And I think so. I, now, obviously, neither one of us are saying that either game is bad. They're no. both incredible. I love Chrono Cross. Absolutely. Yeah. And Chrono Trigger was great as well. I think so. And I think why so many people like Chrono Trigger and consider it one of the best of all time is because it was it was like the first of its kind at the time and people who you know were able to get in on the ground level mm. experienced uh, an epic story with great characters and you know very no very little flaws if any for the game mm-hmm so, you know, if you play it when it first comes out and you're and you're, you know, you're in that adolescent age, <laughs> it just yes. sticks with you like Star Ocean did with me or Legend of Dragoon or things right. like that. Absolutely. I didn't play Chrono Cross until my late 20s. Exactly. So I didn't, so I didn't have that, you know, adolescent uh, mindset when I went into it the first time and it's not something that I look back on as being something that, you know, I grew up with. Mm -hmm. Right. Um, so when I played it, I, of course, you know, great game. The story was incredible. Um, but for me, it was, it was pretty bare. Okay. Like you, you know, you go through the story with the characters, they level up, they learn some new moves, but that's really it. Yeah. Whereas in Chrono Cross, there's, you know, other than the main characters, there's not a lot, as much character development for, you know, the huge side cast that you have. Yeah. Um, but there's a lot of customization with, you know, you can customize their element grids and, you know, you've got so many different spells for each element. And to me, that's what made that game great. Mm. Um, and the replay value is really high because there's got to be like 40 different characters. And a least. lot of them are really yeah. fun. Mm. And a lot of them are really fun to play. So, and, and and again, I played it around that adolescent time. So for me, it does hit home with the with the nostalgia factor. Um. So that's why I like Chrono Cross better than Trigger. I, I think you you we nailed it. That's why we're always going to disagree. On <laughs> because when you yeah. take if you take the emotion out of anything it loses all of its appeal and well, yeah it does. without that like you said you you played it many years after the fact whereas you know i i grew up on trigger and then i played cross the day it came out I, it was the sequel to chrono trigger why would i not right. want to be so excited and therein lies the problem as well because as a sequel it's a pretty weak sequel um Oh yeah, barely a sequel at all. Really. Barely a sequel I, I, at all. Yes. Yeah. I mean, other than when Link's 
you know, yells out, you are the Chrono Trigger. I mean, <laughs> the Frozen Flame, you know, there's, there are some connections, obviously, but in terms of sequel, it is, it's pretty bad. Right. Um, it's, it's pretty standalone. Yeah. yeah. It, it might as well, it, other than using the name and a few elements, it had, the characters were not, you know, obviously there's connections, but right. that's, that was the start of, you know, all the things that I was looking for are not, all the things, there are very few things in Trigger that are in Cross. Right. And so if yeah. you like that game, <laughs> you're uh, going to be disappointed. I can, I can definitely see, I mean, just, you know, keeping the nostalgia factor in mind, I can see why Cross, or uh, Trigger, rather, uh, I can see why Chrono Trigger was regarded as the best JRPG of all time. Mm. Because when it came out, you know, if that was your first entry into the series, into the genre... It would it would blow your mind, mm-hmm. and everything no. would not seem as good after that, right? Chrono Trigger is Led Zeppelin. Yeah. Like <laughs> it, it had right. the team that came together, the perfect amount of things, and it's it stood the test of time because it had all that to it. But in terms of technicalities, of course, games that came after it were better. There's better stories. There's better graphics. Um, gameplay, all all those good things have been done better because of that game. Right, yeah, it was a huge stepping stone for the genre as a whole. Mm. Uh, you know, a lot of the a lot of the mechanics that we you know have grown to love originated there, um, and you know the, the genre itself just continues to build off of it. Um, you know, at least through the PS one PS two era. Um, and yeah, it just and I think I think the nostalgia factor is probably a big reason why we feel so differently on the Pokemon series. Oh, absolutely. Because when that came out, you know, when that started to be a big thing again, I was just a kid. So you know, going through and collecting all the different monsters and stuff that was awesome. And the <laughs> anime was big at the time when I was a kid. But like you said, you were a little older, if not in college already. No, we'll see what. No, I mean, I played Red and Blue when they came out. Right, but being no. a little older, you would get the feeling that oh, you know, it's 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 a little, it's a little more for kids than you know yes. where you were at the time. Oh, it was uh, a total. When, it was a baby's game, and I was already playing right. Dragon Quest and Final Fantasy. Why would I go back and play this? Exactly. Yeah. So now you know me looking back on the series, you know, it does tug at that nostalgia. Whereas for you, it doesn't. No, no. It was, you know, I'd, I'd rather play Mystic Quest than go back and play Pokemon. It was, <laughs> they were watered down versions. Nothing wrong with them, but I was already past that game point. I didn't, you know, I played Final Fantasy 2, I had 4, before I played Mystic Quest. So the, to go back and play, it was like, why are they talking down to me? You know, <laughs> I don't. I don't need... I don't need that. Um, and that's kind of the way Pokemon felt to me. It was just kind of like, eh, I don't know. Don't know about did this you, one. Did you ever play the quote-unquote Pokemon clone Dragon Quest Monsters? Monsters, no. Uh, I don't I don't even recall even seeing monsters um, growing up. I have so. two copies of the Game Boy Advance version of Monsters 1. Okay. I've got Monsters 2, which I believe was the Game Boy Color. 
Um, I could be wrong. Don't quote me on that. Um, I loved those as a kid growing up. <laughs> those were so much fun. And, you know, yeah, people, they, they called it a Pokemon clone and everything. I thought they were great. That's cool. I mean, who cares if they share the same, you know, you know a lot of the same aspects. It's, it's so much fun. That's all that matters. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, play, playing through the Dragon Quest series, like you see the same monsters, you know, in most of the games. Mm. But getting to, you know, to breed them and recruit them and level them up yourself, as opposed to just, you know, killing them all. <laughs> that that was really cool. That would be quite different, and that is that yeah. of course has been one of the draws of the series is seeing them in eight bit and now in whatever bit we are now, and yeah, seeing the them 3D evolve. Models are incredible. It's really been cool. Yeah, I, I hope they come out with a, a a new Dragon Quest Monsters game for the Switch. That you know, I mean, I know they had the Joker series on the 3DS. Yeah, um, I, I I I have them. I've played them. Um, they're they're okay. But I would love to see a monster series for the Switch with you know the 3D models that the Dragon Quest mainline games have now. I think that would be amazing. I think that would do well. And I do too. I I do think it would do well. And I was really disappointed when they announced the Dragon Quest Treasures game. Yes. Because we we were originally expecting that game with Eric from Dragon Quest Eleven mm-hmm. to be a monsters game. Yeah, it's not. Like, no, it is not. It is not at all. Um, like when Dragon Quest Six came out and Terry was one of the characters. Yeah. <laughs> Kid Terry is the main, is the protagonist in Monsters. Yeah, very cool thing. And I thought that, you know, okay, Kid Eric will be the protagonist in whatever Monster series this comes out. So when they turned it into that treasure hunting game, I was I was pretty disappointed. Not not because it looked bad or anything, because it didn't. It looks it looks fun. It does look fun. But just you know what I was hoping it would be is is not what we end up getting. It's it's weird because it looks good and it makes more sense with Eric's background that it would be a treasure hunting game. But it's like you said, that's not what I was agree. teased. That's yeah. <laughs> and I think I think originally a monsters game is what they wanted to do. But I know there was a lot of behind-the-scenes stuff that happened uh, with the developers and stuff that, you know, they may have chosen to take the game in a new direction. Um, I mean, because you can go online and find articles about, you know, how how bogged down development got for a new Monsters game. It probably just got pushed at, you know, I mean, they're working on several titles at this, at this moment, Unfortunately, yeah. I think if we get one, it's going to be on smartphones. That would be terrible. But you know that's what they're looking. I mean, the, that would be terrible. <laughs> these oh, portable God. little adventure type games that used to be on handhelds or on Switch, you know, that's it's all moving to the smartphones. Yeah, I mean, if that was the case, then I, I I would think they would just remaster the first Monsters game and throw it on smartphone. Which they may. Hey. I mean, <laughs> I mean that would be significantly less investment because the game's already out. True. Out there. And you'd pay. I mean, um, look put at a fresh coat of paint on it. Look at the the Monster Rancher one too. They just redid. I mean, that people would buy that in a heartbeat. I think. Yeah, it's it's free money. That's what free they, money for for Square. They usually like those things. They you like, would think, but they haven't done Star Ocean, so I don't know. 
Yeah, that. I mean, I guess that would be slightly more. But... I mean, I, I that's I don't think that's Square Enix, but no, um, that might be. Uh, I guess Trice would have to be involved. Yeah. yeah, but it's. I mean, it's free money just sitting there waiting to be collected. <laughs> <laughs> so that is it's you. You see their practices. And you know we always like oh those greedy corporations they just they just want more money and then you know you actually have a good idea that would be free money and they they don't want to do that. <laughs> yeah, I I I'd be here. Take my take my forty bucks, my sixty bucks. Just put it out there. Like, no, you we'll want see. this. Take this new Avengers game. That's what you want. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I mean I don't I, like I told I think I told you before I I don't play many games outside of JRPGs. So none of those uh, type of games ever really hook me. Very few. I mean, I I'd certainly play my fair share outside, but if it's I, I'm not going to spend a bunch of money on something that I know is not a very good game. You can tell right away. Yeah, absolutely. Unfortunately. Well, I know we didn't end the debate on Chrono because there is no end. It'll no. <laughs> that will go I mean, on forever. That's that's really all all we can say for sure. Absolutely, and that's it's never going to change. I think Trigger meant more to the genre, you know, as a as a whole. Um, but I think it just depends on when you play. Absolutely, and I definitely hear more in, in terms of like social media. You hear so much more about Cross, and you know when yeah. when all the rumors started about the Cross, you know remake that I guess has turned out not to be true, remaster whatever. Uh, I mean, people really want that. Um. Yes, <laughs> yeah, and you know I think that's because you know Chrono Trigger has seen a lot of love over the years. Yes, whereas Cross, uh, after its initial release, hasn't seen much of anything. So, nope. you know, that's why there's a lot of people, especially, you know, iHeart fans who want to see something like that. Uh, I think I, the same applies for Legend of Dragoon. Absolutely. That that has received nothing, nothing. since its release. Um, and, you know, I, I think I think a lot of people would love to see titles like that, uh, you know, brought back to life. I, I think that right now, and we, we've kind of touched on this before, is like, it's the perfect time to to redo those games that meant so much to us in our childhood because they would. It doesn't matter. We would buy it. Like if it looked slightly right. better, we would buy it. Yeah, we would. And I mean, honestly, if if they just released the same version for the Switch without doing anything, I'd buy that too. Just I'll, because it's so much easier to play it. The only thing I'll say on that front is I do own the PS1 copies on my PS3 for both Dragoon and for Cross. And unless you play them on a small screen, they look terrible. I've got them both on the Vita. And on Vita, it's great. Like, you yes. can get away with it on Vita. That's that's yep. wonderful. I, I have the same thing. But anything over, like, I don't know, like 24 inches, like, <laughs> the game is not meant to be played on, on those type of TVs and it looks yeah, terrible. It just, it just, it just needs some rendering. Yeah. It That's needs, all. it needs some help. <laughs> so they, they'd have to do a little bit of work to get it playable on a, on a screen of any uh, outside the switch, you know, in handheld mode. But yeah, well, I, I've got, I've got the, the switch light, so I don't, I don't play any switch games on the TV. Um, <laughs> That's so. the only way I play switch. Like yeah. I won't, I won't play it 
not on the TV. So really? yeah, yeah. I'm I'm old. I guess I'm old school. Does that make me old school? Or not? <laughs> well, I see. I I and I struggle with this because I don't know what system I'm going to buy the Crossbell series on. I, oh I've yeah. Got, you know I've got all the 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 Cold Steel games on uh, PS4, and I love playing them on the TV. But yes, Crossbell is that older style of game like uh, Sky is. Mm-hmm. And I enjoy playing that on the Switch. But I've got, like I said, I've got the Switch Lite, so it's only handheld. That's tough. So I, I struggle. I don't know what I don't know what system I'm going to get that on. I so really you, don't. You would enjoy it more on the Switch, but man, it sure would look pretty in your collection next to uh, Cold Steel. Uh, yes, it would. <laughs> and I, I, I mean, and I love, I love hit uh, hunting trophies. So, oh yes. I mean, not. I mean. Not, I don't go hardcore to platinum everything. But as I roll through the game, I like to pick up as many as I can. Like, I don't play the games on super difficulty, like the, like Tales of Arise. Um, you know, there were a couple of trophies that, you know... I, I wouldn't spend the additional 30 hours to grind my characters up to go get a couple of trophies. No, never. I'm okay, I'm okay with skipping them. Um, but I, I just think it's fun to collect the, the trophies that I can get, which obviously on Switch that you don't have that no so, you don't yeah I, i'm really going to struggle on on which platform to get those games for i don't know what to tell you on that one I, yeah i don't know, I don't know. <laughs> you'll have to uh you'll have to keep us posted on what you end up deciding uh in the fall because now now everybody's yeah. going to want to know i mean you know i maybe i'll get it on one and then you know, a couple of years down the line, when they're cheap and on sale, I'll pick them up on the other for like twenty bucks. That's, I mean, I've done that a couple of times. Uh, yeah, so. I own, I think I own uh, four cop, four different versions of Final Fantasy Four. I've got Final <laughs> Fantasy Ten on uh, three different platforms. Yep. It's uh, as do I, but it looks it good. Happened. The only thing I don't, I don't like the um, the PS3 uh, ten ten two giant box. It's it's hard to fit in the collection because it's like okay. It's I got like, I got the ten ten two on PS four. Okay, which is yeah, I've, I've got it too, and it's it's normal. But the the PS three one was like it's like an inch and a half taller. So is it really? Yeah, yeah. So it doesn't really fit. <laughs> um, you have to have a special shelf, and then you know then it's taller than the rest of it. It's, it I'll have to really? take that. So it it didn't come with a regular size case. I if it did. I maybe got the uh, a special version. I don't. I don't know. But it's a beautiful thing. It just it it sticks out like a sore thumb in the collection. Yeah, I, I struggle with space issues on my collection as well. I've uh, I've got too many different size. You know, the the PS3 and four games are different than the PSP uh, yes. box sizes, and then the, the Vita games, the PS2 games, the Switch games. They don't all exactly fit real nice. No. And like I like my Switch collection, but it feels too basic. Like they're so small, and it's just the title on it. I don't know. Yeah, I don't really care for those as much. Yeah, my my Switch collection has gr- grown pretty good since I got it. Um, the the stack is getting to the top of the shelf where I may need to start splitting it in half. Yeah, I'm I'm getting there, but that's because I've got mine, I've got the wife's, and I've got the kids. Like <laughs> we've got this weird assortment of games all mixed into one collection. Yeah. 
That's a first. That's never yeah. happened before. You, you'll you'll get to that point one day, I'm sure. I hope so. I, I hope sh- uh, the the kid gets into uh, into gaming. There's no way really. to avoid it. Let me just say, if whatever you're into, they're going to be into at least a little bit. Yeah, I I I would hope so. That would be. That, I mean, that's 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 a cool, fun thing you can do with your kid. You know, it is until especially unless our, especially our our genre because they're not too they're not too gruesome. No, um, you know, most of the games you don't get a lot of bad language that the kids can't hear. Um, I mean, you'll have, you know, your games now and then, but our genre is pretty good for, for the young ones. Yeah. There's been a handful that I didn't want to play in front of her, but for the most part, it's like, yeah, it's, it's fun. I don't, yeah, she doesn't mind. But then on the, on the flip side of that, cause they are solo type games. Like she wants to go play her own deals and I've got my own things to play. So we don't really, we play some games together, but obviously you can't really play a JRPG together. Yeah, that's true. Not too many of them. All right, buddy. I think we're going to put a bow on this one. This has been a fun time. I appreciate you coming out and having a fun little chat with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. I'm uh, <laughs> I'm glad these are back on a you know monthly basis. Uh, I re- always really enjoy these uh, conversations that you have with uh, fans of JRPGs. They're they're really fun to listen to. It's 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 a lot of fun to hear what other. Uh, super fans like us are are getting into and playing absolutely it, it's a blast uh i'm glad to glad to have them back as well we'll keep these things rolling on in the future but uh could you could you say goodbye to the fine folks and tell them what they need to do before we wrap up episode 39 of the sunday special all right until next time get back out there and level up